Welcome, heathens and witches, to the Horn and Cauldron Podcast. Yeah, we're back at it again. A little bit of a break. Fits and starts. It's a bunch of stuff. Happy holidays. I hope that your uh, fall season, your harvest season, has been gangster. Yeah. And uh, we're now moving into dark time season. Um, yeah. Yeah. Other than Halloween, my favorite season. The dark time? Because it's dark and cold? Because it's dark and cold, yeah. And rainy. <laughs> for us so yeah i love all of that that sounds fantastic um yeah i don't know i like all the seasons for what they are Ooh, i don't like the summer season not even a little bit no it's hot and bright and those are two things that i don't want yeah not in the slightest nowhere near me yeah quit um anywho so uh yeah we're uh this is this is like a new like a new bit like a new uh like a new one that we're doing we're not doing a 102 or anything yeah yeah this you know? is like i was like this is not this is just a deep dive episode um <laughs> well yeah it's like a new deep dive i forgot the word deep dive. yeah we're not uh we're, we're not doing that. a 102 this is i mean i guess you call it 101 but i don't know that we but it's not really a, it's not really a 101 uh, it's just like a deep dive yeah, yeah this is like a beginner's guide to tea leaf reading or to say oh man yeah so uh welcome to the beginner's guide to to say oh oh hey uh you know what i forgot uh, I am Jonathan Norgrove. This is Julie Norgrove. That's right. Yep. And uh, we're um, we're the we're the podcasters. We're the Horn and Cauldron podcast. We're, we're the podcast. We're the people, and we're doing this thing. And uh, if you're listening to this on YouTube, don't forget to like this video, comment below, subscribe, ring the bell, do whatever that YouTube nonsense is they want us all to tell you to do. And if you're listening to this on your uh, podcast network of choice, don't forget to uh, leave us a review. So we know what's yeah. going on or whatever. Uh, we're getting back into it. We're we're just coming out of a little bit of uh, a little bit of sick, a little bit of sick, a little bit of sickness, a lot of busy. Twenty twenty two, real man. busy. It's been a hard year yeah. for us. Yeah. This has been a really difficult it's, year. It's been it's been it's been uh, a, it's been a bit of a thing. But uh, yeah, so we got it. We're we're getting back into these. We expect more of these. We've got a plan. Yeah, we got a plan. The plans moving forward. Yeah. Um, and the whatnot. Which we will be talking about for our two-year anniversary show. Yeah, we'll be talking about all that stuff during which the two-year anniversary be, show. Which is going to be a YouTube live stream. Yep, we're going to go live for that, so you can join us over there and heckle us on the comments while I uh, fuss with that. Yeah, and that will be on uh, December Sunday, 11th, December 11th at 5 p.m. At 5 p.m. So Pacific. Pacific Standard Time, specifically that standard time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, check that out. We'll be we'll be talking about uh, future plans, hanging out, yep. doing all of that good stuff for our second anniversary. Yep. yep. And uh, thanking in general all of our all of our listeners. Yeah, all of for our sticking fun with you us. guys. Yeah. So stay awesome, guys. All eight of you. Yeah. <laughs> well let's get started shall yeah we? let's get into this yeah. what is to say omancy so to say omancy um just really means like divination using a cup uh and it and tea leaves there yeah you go. and, and tea leaves do, 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 but um, you can also goodbye. use coffee or <laughs> other like infusions to sayings for divination it doesn't sure. have to be quote unquote all caps tea leaves tea to say omancy is kind of a catch-all term although there are terms for using other things it, it's it's not important mm. um so yeah that's what to say yeah. is so getting divine tea-leaves. prophecies from the tiny marshmallows in your hot chocolate whilst christmas tree shopping absolutely like, not that tree not that tree at all <laughs> yeah like that an kind important of thing, thing. An yes. important thing yes um getting uh getting an answer for how your day is gonna be when you're like swirling around the grains in your golden milk tea and you don't want to drink them because they're sandy uh it's <laughs> true that's true yeah so um to say omancy is interesting because its exact origins are unknown um and it's but it's often considered a Romani tradition. Um, but this is also, to say Omancy is not a closed practice. And that's because this is not a tradition that is associated with one particular ethnicity or group of people. Um, so we think that it may have originated from fortune tellers who used splatters of wax or other hot liquids to tell the future. Um I don't know. I mean, like the. I, I kind of don't know how that transitioned to tea, but also maybe let's not think well, about I, that too I, hard. I get, the, I get the feeling that 
this sort of um, came about in multiple locations at approximately the same time kind of a situation because I feel like I feel like like Japan and China and like that like that region like I feel like they have a like a long like history History with tea yeah absolutely no no no, not not just with tea but like of like not not necessarily I mean like either divination or some sort of fortune telling around tea leaves oh that would yes. date back like to at least as far back as this as the romani connection or potentially even further back but i i feel like either way i feel like the general idea of using some sort of substance in some sort of liquid inside of some sort of vessel to divine some sort of truth <laughs> is is sort of one of those things that like if you get like if you get like three uh, like three divination people in a room, you know, it's, it's like a, like an old joke. Like you get like three diviners go into a bar. One of them's going to look into a cup and see some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, I, I feel like it's one of those things that kind of just like kind of everybody came up with it sort of all at the same time. I, I but think I think that's so. why we don't really yeah. have like a hammer down. It's not like, ah, like the first guy ever was like, man, these, these leaves, I don't know about these leaves. And everybody was like, What? And then he was just like, ah, I can see the future in it. I think it was just like, in general, like, everybody has a grandma going all the way back through the beginning of language in our culture who's looked <laughs> at some tea leaves and then said some poignant ass shit to you. I probably, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, like, I feel like I feel like it's just sort of like culturally more infinite yeah. than just like, you know, than like, than like um, Gerald Gardner invented this holiday. Or whatever. Totally. You, you totally. know what I mean? Like, I think it's, yeah. like, a little more non-specific. Yeah. Well, tea leaf reading really kind of followed trade routes coming from Asia and became really popular in medieval Eastern Europe and Turkey. Although in Turkey, divination with coffee was far more popular. Sure, yeah. So we can definitely sort of see the history Tinier grains, as it More moves. pixels, higher resolution yeah. hallucination. Uh, well, they also drink it in a drink coffee in Turkey in a very specific manner. So mm-hmm. that also lends to it. But I mean, there's really nothing yeah. to say that you gotta it didn't stop the turkey from running away then. before you fill it with coffee. You say they drink the coffee in Turkey. No, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, it's good. It's I'm not good. Gonna. Solid joke. I'm a plus gonna. to me. Give me a give me a gold star, somebody. I'm not gonna do that. No. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> that's where we see the Taseomancy, but that doesn't mean that people weren't using, um, you know, that sort of thing to tell futures before we just sort of are focusing on that particular thing and um to top it all off it makes it harder to trace because these practices and this um, sort of style of divination was often handed down orally so there is very little written down about Taseomancy. in fact the oldest book about tea leaf reading was written in by was written in 1881 by someone using the pen name quote unquote a highland seer nice yeah. Um, you can actually read this book uh, using the Gutenberg Project, and we will have links in the description and in the show notes. Uh, so if you're interested in checking it out, you might as well. It's pretty wild. It discusses the method that they learned, tips on how to read, lists of symbols, sample tea leaf readings, and omens that are completely unrelated to tea leaf reading. Uh, also, asterisk, this book was written in 1881, so some of the terms in it aren't really PC to today's standards. So just keep that in mind when you're reading old things like that sure sure yeah (laughs) but uh what we're gonna go over in today's show is we are gonna talk more about the methods and like how you can do it for yourself yeah it's super easy Uh, i do tea leaf reading all the time it's very fun and it's something that you can really use to kind of like help hone your intuition and i think it's a great tool to do that so if you're someone who has been struggling with what does this sign mean is this even a sign um then this is a really great place to start to hone that intuition. So first off, we're going to talk about methods. So let's talk about vessels. So a teacup um, or a mug. Some people prefer an all white interior, helps you to see the bits easier. Um, uh, Or a cup that isn't fluted or have other raised patterns on the inside. You know, like those ones that have like a cat on the inside. Maybe not the easiest to use. Yeah. Um, You used to have a coffee cup with a giraffe on the inside. Of course you did. Yeah, the giraffe broke off. (laughs) 
Yeah, like literally, <laughs> like like not because it was bumped when I was cleaning it. Reasonable way to to float off. Um, like I just poured some hot coffee in it, and it just went like pink, and then just like floated up dead. Oh, and I was just like, no. all right, well, I'm pouring this coffee out yeah, and throwing this away, and not having any coffee today. <laughs> uh, I was sad, but I didn't drink any coffee that day, so <laughs> I guess it won. You definitely poured one out for that, Hilby. Yeah. Um, some people also prefer not to use ones that have like patterns and stuff on the inside. It is really ideal to use a wide cup, uh, but any cup really can be used. You don't have to Super be picky. Bowl. A p- paper cup. Yeah. <laughs> like one of those, one of those, uh, one of those like triangle water cups where you have five seconds to drink this water before it self-destructs oh yeah no. you know those yeah 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 you, oh, you can use that um, you could also use if you are so interested a fortune telling cup so in the early 1900s ceramic teacups printed with various symbols to help with tea leaf reading became really popular and both the saucer and usually the uh or usually the cup interior and the saucer are printed uh, and they usually come with instructions from the manufacturer. Hmm. There is no particular fancy way to do it. They just became a really fun parlor trick and capitalism happened. Uh, So that's really what that is. You really won't find ones that are much earlier than that. In fact, some of the more um, popular and like easy to find less expensive ones date from like the 1970s. <laughs> hmm. uh, so you can pretty much use whatever vessel you want. I have done tea leaf reading in everything from a like paper cup at my desk at the office, all the way to like a very nice fancy porcelain cup that my bestie gave me that has like all kinds of like printing and gilded edges and stuff. Love it. Um, I've also done it at um, like low key done it, not done it for other people at like uh, high tea shops because oftentimes you have loose leaf tea there and you get a couple of little straggler leaves Hmm. yeah so next is brews so you can use any tea coffee or other plant matter whatever it is that you're drinking go for it um it is better to use something with smaller pieces uh because you can have it's not quite it's it's easier to tell what signs and symbols there are like gunpowder green tea for instance is made with big leaves so it's harder to see patterns in those because the leaves are so big yeah. uh but you also don't want to have it I, I mean you also don't want it to be so small that it's problematic like rooibos can be a little troublesome um but also really the main factor there that you want to think of is are you the kind of person that doesn't want debris in your mouth when you're drinking uh, your tea, if so, maybe consider doing tea leaf reading with your teapot instead of your cup. Yeah. Or don't drink the whole thing. There's a lot of ways that you can handle that. I don't really mind the debris. Give me all the boba. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't want no debris in my drink. I'm not looking for beverage and a show. I'm an, I'm an orange juice with pulp. Mm. Yes to boba person. Mm. No. No, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. No. (laughs) So for the process, there's a ton of ways that you can do this. So I'm going to give you a couple of basics that you can choose from, which are kind of like the most popular ones. So some people uh, prefer to pour the tea directly into the cup, pour pour hot water over it, and then read it that way where you're putting all your debris in the cup. Some people prefer to use a teapot and read only the leaves that have made their way into the cup. Yeah. Um, keep in mind, if you are using tea bags, you will have to open up said tea bag to get the debris from inside of the tea bag. So be warned. It's honestly best to start with a loose leaf tea for this rather yeah. than opening up a tea bag because those are generally sawdust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are like f- smaller shreds because the bag is going to filter it out. So you're going to get less like it's going to want to like float and stuff. Yeah. I definitely had a tea like mini tea bags tear open in yes, my tea over absolutely. the years or like leak or whatever. Yeah, like or a you're staple. Just like... I had a, I had a tea bag like dip, 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 and like the third come up like the staple just like pulled out of the paper oh. and the paper was just like I'm gonna go with the string tea stay behind. <laughs> And I'm just I've like, definitely had that happen before. Like, oh, it's the worst experience. Yeah, definitely. If you're not yeah. wanting it, that's not a fun no. experience. No, you're just like, sure. I gotta, I legit just, <laughs> I poured it over a coffee filter into a different cup. Yeah, I don't blame you. And then just Absolutely. like squeezed it out and was just like tea, I guess. You're just like, I guess this is what I'm doing with my life <laughs> like now. Like a nightmare person. <laughs> yeah. 
So in general, brew, pour, and drink your tea as you normally would and leave a teaspoon or two in the bottom of the cup of the liquid plus the debris. Um, Many tea leaf books warn against using milk, sugar, honey, or other additives in the tea. This reason is to keep the tea pure. um, uh, And that's kind of a weird term to use because I think they're meaning like that might that might make it different to... um, you it's know, not like might all make it tea. harder. It's, it's not like, all tea. It's like it's got like extra stuff in it. It's got I mean, extra milk, stuff. Milk it could reasonably be. cloud the process. Uh, I I drink tea with milk, and I've never had a problem. I think that it. I, I no, think I mean that like you can't see all the way to the bottom. Oh yeah, I mean I think that that's part of it, but also I think that part of it is to make this more of a special ritual rather than an everyday thing for those uh, kind of books. And if that's what uh, you want to do, go for it. But I think that the enjoyment of the tea is far more important because if you're drinking a tea that you think is gross you're not going to enjoy this process so whatever you're drinking make it enjoyable for you uh and drink as many cups of tea as you wish before reading these leaves so maybe that's one cup one and done um uh but also maybe that's like a whole pot of tea um it's whatever you want to do and you can also choose to meditate during drinking the tea but that's not necessary uh once you're done with the tea you can use any of these methods to read the leaves so there is the highland seer method which is the um, oldest method that we have on paper Uh, so in your left hand you hold the handle of the cup while the while the teacup is on the saucer. And then you quickly turn it three times, left, right, left, right, left, right, like a pendulum. Yeah, kind of like you would a pendulum or you're like turning a knob of a door. Yes. A handle of a door, a doorknob, you know, a doorknob. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) And then you turn the cup upside down on the saucer and leave it for a minute. The handle represents you as the querent and the symbols that are further away once you like turn it back right side up um i have less of a direct effect or indicate something happening on a journey or messages from visitors okay and symbols near the rim will happen sooner and those near the bottom are farther in the future and they disregard any tea leaves that are on the saucer oh okay Okay. So okay. that's the Highland Seer method. All right. Yeah, that, I dig that. That's okay. cool. It's different. So, a little messy because your saucer is getting messy, but okay. Yeah. So then there's the Raylan, Raymond Buckland method. This is the method um, that I originally learned from uh, the book called Secrets of Gypsy Fortune Telling. Hey, that's the title of the book. Don't cancel me. Um, I love that book very much, though. Mm. Uh, <laughs> as someone whose family is from those parts of the world, uh, I think it's pretty great. So uh, use your left hand to rotate the cup three times. Uh swirling the liquid as you go turn counterclockwise if you're a girl and clockwise if you're a male identifying person uh and then place a napkin on the saucer and turn the cup upside down on top of the napkin uh and then rotate the upside down cup on a saucer and make a wish now let your cup drain for a minute then turn right side up to read the leaves symbols closer to the handle have a greater influence on you than those on the far side of the cup those on the left are bad and those on the right are, are good. The rim of the cup is the present and closer to the bottom is the future. And if a symbol faces the handle, there's a direct effect to you as the querent. And if it faces away, then the effect is indirect. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and then there's my method, um, which is way, way faster than literally any of these. So um, take a dip, deep breath. And as you exhale, think about the question you want answered. I usually ask, I usually ask, like, what does the future hold? Or tell me what I need to know. I'm not generally asking a very pointed and specific question. I usually just want to know, like, what the what the universe wants me to know. Mm. And then turn the cup upside down on the saucer and wait a minute. Now, um, if you're not using a saucer and you're using, like, a mug, there's really no need to dirty another dish. You can just turn that upside down over the sink. Uh, and just let it go. Uh, so you don't necessarily have to use a saucer um, because I've definitely done it upside down with the sink plenty of times. And then um, now turn the cup right side up and look for symbols. Uh, I also, if I am using a saucer, read any symbols that I find on the saucer. And those are either clarifications for whatever symbols are in the cup or additional effects of the cup symbol or something extra 
in addition to that. So I'm looking for, I'm not looking at a symbolism that is on left or right side or to the rim or to the bottom. I'm looking for a sign, basically. I'm looking for a symbol. I'm looking for a thing um, to tell me what to expect. Oftentimes these symbols can be sort of like veiled in meaning. And this is another one of those tricky ones about like really like getting your intuition going. And um, that's really kind of the way that you can like work on your intuition. But reading the symbols, there's two ways that you can do this. You can use a symbol dictionary. This is by far the most popular method for those that are just starting out or people who are using a book like as a guide. Uh, there's not a bad thing at all. If it works for you, then it works for you. Uh, choose a resource, though, and stick with it. Don't go to different ones trying to get a different answer. That's not how you should be doing this. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is perfectly okay to, to look at a couple of them and go, oh, hey, I like this one better than that other one I was using. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, um, you can always upgrade your book. Or yeah, don't choose the don't choose the meaning you like most out of like three or four different sources, though. Yeah. That kind of defeats the purpose. Uh, I've also found that dream dictionaries work for this. And um, these types of readings are are uh, more similar from person to person. And they're a little bit less personal uh, also. So if you're trying to like do a reading for someone else, you might want to look at like symbols uh, of that nature to kind of do that if you're looking for it for like kind of a party trick. Uh, and um, instead of using a dictionary, you can also use your intuition. This requires a bit more finesse. It requires a bit more of trusting yourself. And you're not only going to be using your imagination, but your intuition to understand what the symbols that you that you see mean. And these types of readings vary wildly from person to person due to personal experiences, as well as your own personal correspondences, uh, which is funny because I was just talking to one of my friends about this today, like different cultures throughout the world have different um, meanings for different things. So like in some cultures, a raven is a bad sign. And in some cultures, a raven is not a bad sign. Yeah. And for some certain people within a culture that thinks that a raven is a bad sign, some people might be like, no, nah, I don't, I don't agree with that. So, um, you know, also like imagination. So like I see a dragon in a cloud and you see a cute fluffy bunny like there's also that kind of um, thing so that is reading the symbols and if you're not really sure you know you're not necessarily going to look at it and something's going to jump out at you yeah the best way to <laughs> it's not like it's not like alphabet soup in a kid's horror movie where it spells yeah. a word out <laughs> as it drifts into place right that would be too easy yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. So I find that it is best to hold the cup in your hands and slowly rotate it, looking for symbols or pictures. And I also find that it's helpful to unfocus your eyes a little bit to do this. It helps you be a little bit less particular about what things look like. And most of the time, the leaves won't actually look like something. Like, they're not going to look like a pickup truck carrying a load of pumpkins um but we'll remind you didn't of know something. where we were going with that one i, I didn't on either that was a thing that just yeah. came out uh, but so they may not actually look like the thing but they will remind you of something um you know uh like if you see the you might not actually this is what i wrote down you may not actually see the actual outline of a mustang convertible has with a driver whose hair is waving in the wind but you may see something that vaguely reminds you of it and then you have to imagine what does that mean to me? Mm -hmm. Does that mean freedom? Does that mean, hey, I have a convertible? Does that mean like, hey, I'm looking for a new car? Maybe a, maybe a convertible is where it's at. You yeah. know, there's a lot of places that that can go. Um, and really, you have to remember that tea leaf reading, like any divination skill and really like any magical skill, gets easier with time. So don't be too hard on yourself yeah, if sure. you have like a hard time figuring perfect. it out or finding a symbol. And also, sometimes you just won't see a symbol. Sometimes the universe has nothing to tell you. <laughs> yeah. And that is okay. Yeah. That is not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, we're on the other line. We can't pick up. So yeah, yeah. Just, but okay. also your first gut feeling about what you see is usually the right one. So don't overthink that either. And by going like, oh, I don't see a, I, I don't see a heart. It more, looks more like a seagull, like yeah. a seagull. That's your answer. No love for me. Only birds. Only birds. Yeah. Birds can be love. Yeah. Our birds love us. That's fair.
They, I mean, as they probably as still is. eat us if we died and we were, ava- and, you know, we were like, sure. There. Yeah. I mean, they'd like eat if, us if we weren't dead. We were just not moving around very much. That's true. Yeah. Especially the chickens. Yeah, chickens are chickens are dinosaurs. <laughs> so maybe not. So, maybe the, the pigeons not for, not not right away. No, nah, pig- the pigeons are cool. Yeah, the pigeons are pretty good. Yeah. Um, and also, sometimes you might not understand what a symbol means right away. This is true, especially if you're not using a symbol dictionary or if you're kind of new to this. Um, so it's always a good idea to write down what you see so you can reference it later. Like we're always talking about. I think that's a drinking game item. Write it Probably, down. Probably, yeah. <laughs> write it down. Keep it in a journal or something. Yeah. And uh, when we say that, I never write anything down. Like, I'm just, I'm so incapable of journaling. I try. I did it for a while. Oof. I had that. I had that captain's log book that I've now entirely misplaced. I tried really hard. Um, I had like I a tried nice... so hard and I wrote it down and I had an app for a while that I was oh, doing, but yeah. I just, man, I, I cannot. I did it for I like six really months nice and it was just like, I'm fucking done with this. Me, and I was doing good until I hit like a dis- depression spiral in like March. Yeah. And then I just couldn't get back into writing all that stuff down. I still did it. I just didn't write it down yeah. because it just felt like too much work. So, I mean, that's the struggle. Yeah. Um, and definitely keep in mind that if you're using a teacup made for tea leaf reading, that you should probably use those instructions or develop your own system entirely and that each book author has slightly different ways of reading the symbols yeah. and doing the whole process that, that's yeah yeah i did not know that they had pre-made cups for leaf reading i imagine yeah. it's like uh, i imagine it's like those phrenology skulls it is it's just lot. like a bunch of like circles with words in it it's more like symbols and if there's like a bunch of leaves near the symbol yeah and sometimes they're like a deck of playing cards because you can use playing cards for divination that's really popular too um deck of playing cards in a big old cup oh my god no (laughs) do not do that oh oh no that's gross (laughs) and you're gonna ruin the cards and you know what that's just that's That's gross that's how you get sick it's gross yeah yeah, I mean, no. there could be new playing cards. You could have just washed those playing cards. Oh my god, why would you wash playing cards? To clean them enough to dip them in your tea. What? Yeah, man. What are you talking about? Makes perfect sense. No. <laughs> I mean, no, it, it does not. I mean, it kind of does. It, it kind of does. No, not in the least. Yeah, yeah. not in the least. Yeah. <laughs> or just because they're gross and dirty, and who wants to use gross, dirty cards? I literally bought a plastic set like deck of cards. Specifically to be cleanable. That's that black deck of cards that I have. Of course you did. Yeah. Of course. I don't want gross, dirty cards. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. When I played Magic, I generally kept my cards in those plastic sleeves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, they do have those, like, tea leaf um, cups. They're pretty cool, but, like, they are they can be pretty expensive. Mm, um, there's sure. a... Is it just because you're buying, like... Like an old used cup? Sometimes. Like, is there not, like, a company making freshies? Um, I don't... If there is, they're still really expensive. I uh, think they're, okay. like, all mostly all antiques. Like, sense. I there's a metaphysical shop in, in a town near us mm-hmm. that I've been to that I saw one that was, like, $150. And I was like, dang, this place, this place is overpriced, but that is... Whew! It's a nice it's, cup, but uh, it's an expensive cup, hundred and fifty dollar cup. I'm not, I'm not buying a hundred and fifty dollar cup. Yeah, no. no like I would like to have cup. one of those someday, but I mean, not for the prices that they mostly go for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just because they're kind of like cool curiosities, it's like a fun thing yeah. to have just on get a like shelf. A, you just get a cheap punch bowl and a sharpie. Do it yourself. <laughs> Shake it around. Flip it upside down on coffee table. Bam. I mean, I guess you could do that with a punch. Big ass tea leaf reading. <laughs> Big old Taseomancy. What that is there. That's like the Duplos of Taseomancy. Yeah. yeah, is a punch bowl and a Sharpie? No, I think that's worse. <laughs> I think it's worse than Duplos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So have you, I, I know that uh, I do tea leaf reading pretty mm-hmm. often, but do you do tea leaf reading or like? Not really. Anything like that? Um, Kind of not really. I mean... In so far as like, like I do that, I do that thing that like, um, I'm so I'm I'm like kind of I'm like always looking for runes. That's no, no, that sounds like I'm doing a thing. Uh, but like if if some <laughs> leaves are are floating in a shape or against the wall in a shape that was like 
ah, uh, like um, like a, a re- oh, it's you know Uru's or or Ansu's or or mm. you know uh, whatever uh, Manas or Tewa or something like that. That'll be like ah, oh, like there's a rune right there, and then look that up. But I'm not I'm not generally I don't generally do any form of Taseomancy, mm. right? More than like just like looking at my beverage to make sure there's not like a ceiling spider in it or something to that extent. <laughs> so, um, like, yeah, not really, you know, not really. Mm. I do it all the time. Mm. Mm. Like, I, I can't say every I day. I mean, like sometimes but... I do, right? Like I have, but yeah, like, I don't do it every day. Really my, but it's not it's, really my Jazzy Jeff. It's it's a really close to everyday thing for me. Like, mm. if I'm drinking the tea and there is like debris in it. I'm going to I'm going to swirl it and see if I see anything mm. that looks interesting. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 So we have a couple of Taseomancy methods for you also that you can use kind of like spells. Uh, so first we have a fancy one. And um, this one's a bit more of like making it into a ritual uh, as opposed to like an everyday kind of thing. Although if you want to do this ritual every day, more power to you, get it. Um, So in addition to any other magical items that you will need, uh, tea, coffee grounds or something else that you're going to brew, a small snack, a napkin, a candle, um, and optional whatever it is that you like to put in your tea, milk, sugar, honey, whatever. Uh, Marshmallows, I guess. That's for hot cocoa. You can do this with hot cocoa too. I don't care. No, um, no, don't put marshmallows in your tea. <laughs> Honestly, don't put anything in your tea. I just want straight leaf water, just like how I prefer my water, my bean water, straight bean. <laughs> yeah, bean water, straight bean, leaf water, straight leaf. No, I want milk or cream. Yeah, honestly, fruit water, straight fruit. I would prefer less sugar in lemonade. It should be tartar. I would uh, prefer less sugar yeah, in most yeah. juices. Yeah. Yeah. Fruit are sweet enough, guys. Let's let's <laughs> calm way down with this sugar thing. It's As a person who's not yeah. super into like sweet stuff, it's getting excessive. Yeah, and Mr. I'm not... you said you were gonna eat two pies and had one slice total from each. I had I had more than one slice total from each. No, you did not. I did. I definitely did. A tiny one twelfth slice does not count from the size of those pies. I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> my my soul has bigger has a bigger stomach than I do because yeah I know yeah, I'm aware it happens uh, anyways so brew your drink as you normally would and set the mood by turning off the lights and lighting your candle pour yourself a cup and fix it however you like drink your tea while gazing at the candle flame let your mind wander and let go of any thoughts that come up when you're done with your tea swirl the cup around focusing on the question you want answered. And when you are ready, place the napkin on the saucer and turn the cup over. Next, eat your snack while you wait for the cup to drain. And now turn your cup over and look for symbols in your cup and saucer uh, using your intuition or a dictionary to help you discern their meaning. Just a nice little, yeah, nice little ritual there. I'm also, got, I'm going to be honest with you. I've, um, I didn't know there was a symbol dictionary. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Is it alphabetical or Usually. is it like, no, it's alphabetical. Is it like structural? No, it's all alphabetical. the square symbols, all the round symbols, oh my symbols God, heavy no. in the upper left-hand quadrant versus symbols heavy in the upper right-hand quadrant. No. What kind of monster are you? How would you a even ro- put a, that together? A robot kind? It's alphabetical, you monster. How are you going to put an alligator into a structural thing like that? I don't know. It depends how how real is this alligator got to look. It's made of tea leaves. So I mean, it's, I feel like it could go in any number of potential subcategories. Yeah, that's why you do it alphabetically. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I feel like you don't believe me. Uh, no, I know. I mean, it makes sense. A for <laughs> alligator. Yeah. Works. But at that point in time, I mean, I feel like if you're looking at it, you're like, "That's an alligator." I know what an alligator is. You know. I guess in my mind, you're you're just flipping through a book, being like, being like, does that pile look like this? No. Does that pile look like this? No, they no. don't. They don't usually have pictures. I mean, some some books will have pictures to show you like a sample reading, but not like a picture for like this is a, what an alligator looks like in tea leaves. See, and I'm thinking of what... something like almost like entirely based on pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about it just being words. That's just called a regular dictionary. It's like alligator. This is 
It's like a nightmare teeth shit in the water. Don't <laughs> don't touch that. Don't golf near it. Don't retire near it. Don't let your kids or dogs near it. It's not. You build a fucking fence. Yeah. Right? Don't fight it. Yeah. If it's chasing you, zigzag. Uh, they say that's going to help. I'm pretty certain it's just so the people who know that that's a lie can run in a straight line and you get eight first. But whatever. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I'm just saying. I feel like there's a conspiracy know. there. I'm not um, uh, I'm not up to code with my alligator. Yeah, I'm not all prepared for, for alligators. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just assumed there was pictures. No. <laughs> Generally not at all. I didn't know these dictionaries existed five seconds ago. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's just like a picture of an alligator and then an equal sign. And then it's like a picture of a moon and then like a downward arrow and like a picture of like teeth and like a sad face. No. You know, now, just... you're, now you're making a Resident Evil puzzle. Nah, I mean, it's just like, it's like, this is the picture and these are the other pictures that it also represents. So you don't have to read no words. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> Symbol dictionary. It's real hard to read, but like you kind of get it. <laughs> right now uh okay so we also have like an everyday kind of like quick and dirty to say omancy uh method so um you're gonna need a tea coffee whatever it is that you're gonna brew and then whatever it is that you like to have in your uh in your drink uh so brew your drink as you normally would and fix it however you like and drink your tea however long that takes without even necessarily setting intention. Uh, And when you are done, swirl the remaining liquid around three times. Go to your sink and turn the cup upside down, letting it drip into the sink. Yeah. Uh, You got like a tea tea in a cup in the office or like, uh, or whatever. You can just do the same thing. Boom. Give it a little look-see. And then focus on the question you want answered. And when you are ready, turn the cup right side up and look for your symbols. Yeah. So nice, quick and dirty. I do that all the time. It is only when I'm getting fancy that I'm like, oh, I'll wash another dish. I'll do this with a saucer. Mm. Yeah. Because since mm. we don't have a dishwasher, I'm just like, ew, no, I'm not dirtying another saucer. What are you kidding me? That saucer is perfectly clean. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. If I am even using a saucer, you know, we have regular mugs and I don't. If I'm using a regular saucer. mug, no saucer. But if I'm using like a teacup, like a nice, the nice china cup, mm-hmm. I'm always getting a saucer. I'm never going to drink out of that without a saucer. No, we have ones That's with sad. our with our china that I use without a saucer because they're just like tiny mugs. No, you gotta. It's we have a saucer that it like clicks right into. Yeah, I know. It's but... perfect for a tiny cookie. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. I, maybe I need to eat more tiny cookies. Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. We uh, also have some correspondences for uh, for tea leaf reading, uh, particularly some things that may help you to sort of set the mood. Yeah. Uh, Animal starts with teas. Colors. Colors that start with tea. Plants. Teas. Uh, <laughs> deities. I don't know. Mr. T. Done. Out. Next. <laughs> Correspondent. <laughs> Correspondent. Boom. Oh, man. So animals uh, associated with um, divination in general is what we're going with. Not really tea leaf reading. So animals associated with wisdom and divination um, would be owls, spiders, and squids. Mm. Yeah. Uh, colors, uh, blue, purple, and white. And stones would be emerald, jet, labradorites, obsidian, silver, and turquoise. For plants, um, aside from what it is that you're drinking, keep in mind not all of these you want to be drinking. Um, these well, are technically the plants are plants, and the thing that you're drinking is just also a plant. That is correct. Yes, yeah, that's all um, I'm saying. So you don't want to necessarily ingest all. all of these. Just, yeah. just don't drink don't these. Do don't drink these. Unless consult it's safe. an adult. Yeah, consult an adult. Yeah. Uh, Damiana, hibiscus, jasmine, yarrow, and willow. Uh, and uh, deities associated with would be Brigid, Circe, the Dagda, Hecate, Isis, and Odin. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, yeah, and like, again, like the, t- the like, like, Whatever tea you're brewing, you can also 
like kind of reverse engineer stuff based on like if you're build if you're doing your own blend like yep. your own tea blend you can sort of like use correspondent like food safe like uh tea additives or whatever you absolutely know? yeah how like we make our own like tea blends and stuff so like you can totally do that for like as part of your mm-hmm. to say yeah i mean you know especially if you're getting like like if you're, if you're gonna make a blend like maybe grind it up or like get it mm-hmm. into like a, a fairly uniform size i know that sometimes i'll make tea and i'll put like some blue lotus in there and those are just like this big Oh yeah, they're huge. They're fucking yeah. huge. But if you, you know? like rip them up, then it's not. But like, so yeah, bad. If, you, if you just like break it into a, into some little bits, then it's not like a whole dramatic thing. Although, yeah. if you are using flowers, food, safe flowers, still again, if you're not certain whether or not you should be eating it, go to a bigger adult than you. Yeah, that's the, how adults work. Just keep going up in adult bigness. Inevitably, you will get to the prime adult. That adult knows all things. Um, don't just trust the internet. It's the. F- fucking internet that's obvious not yeah, to trust it that's Jesus. right so just don't do that um but uh yeah like uh if you are using a flower like an edible flower you know like some of the ones that we use uh sometimes those stains are a bit of a nuisance so yeah um, calendula is yeah really calendula <laughs> you know or like um what's the what's the um there's another one that where it's like um it's got like a little bit of a fuzziness to it Oh, muline. Yeah, muline. Yeah, that yeah. one is which isn't great in like a tea necessarily. Although, like, like I ha- I've had it a bajillion times. It's you just... can do it as a tea. It's one of those your mileage may vary ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah muline yeah. petals are like very fuzzy, and when they dry, the fuzziness turns into just like tiny little fiberglass shards. Yeah, and I'm not a fan. It just gets everywhere. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not great. But uh, yeah, so just keep like think about that. You know, like. Before you like dive headlong into just like yeah totally. like mixing your own teas, but also if you don't, it highly recommend um, putting together a little collection of like teas and stuff. Uh, drinking tea is not as expensive as you think, so long as especially you're willing to brew whole leaf tea. Yeah, I've been buying gunpowder green tea like my entire life. It is my favorite tea by a huge margin. Um, and it's because gunpowder green tea is cheap as dirt when you buy it in like one in five pound units. Yeah. When yeah. you're buying like a buttload of tea, it's mad cheap. It keeps super good. Like I used to like, I would buy it and it just came in like a metal tin, right? Just like wrapped in some paper. And uh, I would just like throw some in like a Ziploc bag and take it with me to like class or whatever when I was like going to the JC or whatever. So I could like just get hot water and make my own tea and then just drink like loose leaf green tea out of my like stupid Starbucks cup or whatever. Yeah. This was such a cheaper way to like drink tea all day. Yeah. Well, and you can also like, it doesn't have to be really expensive to mix your own teas. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a particular type of tea that you really love, like you're really into black tea or you're really into a particular green tea um, or like rooibos, you can get that in bulk, like a one pound bag of that yeah. is actually not as expensive as you would think asterisk because of inflation. Yeah. Um, and source. Like if, you, if, but, you're, go- if you're going um, to like, if you're going to like, like, like a tea place in a mall or something, it might be more expensive because of like storefronting and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, for the most part, tea is like, yeah, but you can get like, you can get like a basic thing that you really like. And then you can add just sort of like household things to the tea. Like if you've got chocolate around ketchup, put some, no, God, no. I thought chocolate Uh, was pretty weird. So I threw out a weird one also. (laughs) What? No. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird to me. Chocolate That's, and tea? Yeah. Black tea? Chocolate? It's fantastic. My that dude. sounds crazy. Um, I've got a really nice tea blend with chocolate. Uh, uh, but also like stuff. any spices that you have. So like ginger and cinnamon, nutmeg, all of those are fantastic in tea. Yeah. Um, and if you have like any sort of fruits around, slicing up those to steep in the tea yeah. are great. If you have frozen fruits, that works too. Yeah. Some fruits work better with certain types of teas. Like if you've got a cantaloupe on your shelf, on your shelf, if you have a cantaloupe just laying around your house. From the makers not... of Elf on a Shelf, they now <laughs> bring you cantaloupe on a shelf it's five times as expensive and 20 times as gross 
Move the cantaloupe. cantaloupe. We dare you. Its flavor profiles are going to go better with a green tea than a black tea, just sure. because of the nature sure. of it. Sure. You know, sure. uh, but like if you've got like a lemon or like oranges, like that's easy stuff that you can put into your teas to kind of go from there, and then you can start looking at getting other things that are maybe a little bit just like left of center. So like dried rose petals, for instance, or dried lavender are really nice things that you can get. If you have any like ethnic markets near you, you can usually find loose leaf teas in there too. You can find hibiscus usually pretty easily and chamomile at ethnic markets in addition to a whole bunch of other things. Mm -hmm. So um, that's a really great one. In fact, maybe we'll do a kitchen witchery episode on just like teas. Yeah. And like blending teas and like that sort of like herbalism stuff. Yeah. We yeah. have like a huge like sort of like inventory of that stuff, but it's also because we just kind of found that it's so much cheaper to like get this stuff in bulk and like store it in like a, in like a food safe manner and like, just like make our own tea blends. Cause mm -hmm. often, you know, if you, if there's a particular like bag of tea that you like, you can just like flip that bag over. And generally it's just going to be like black tea and bergamot. All right. Well then you know what you need to do to make this tea. Right. Yeah. Ratios are, are, you know, up to you at that point in time and things like yeah. that. But still, a lot of that, like those like tea blends that we already like are pretty much out there as like we know what's in them and whatnot. So. Yeah. Like golden milk tea. That's one that I just have the ingredients on hand for. And I just make in bulk because I drink a ton of it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. And of course, I, we probably should have said this at the beginning, like, but of course, not all of these things necessarily need to have tea leaves in them. Um, so like, you know, um, tea is just sort of an overarching term that we're using for yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> so that we don't have to get into the nitty gritty of what's a tea and what's a tisane and what's an infusion. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just what, whatever you want to use. Yeah. 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 Whatever you want to use, whatever you want to use. Uh, but yeah, so those, those were the correspondences and like a little convo about making your own tea, uh, make, like blending your own teas. And this was, this has been to say, oh, Mancy, yeah. like a kind of brief sort of intro into like to say, oh, Mancy, and like a little bit about its history and its practices and like kind of how to get your way through it and sort of like what we do with regard to to say, oh, Mancy. Um, mm -hmm. Just like I, I've never done this, like flipping the cup upside down thing. I'm not going to make I'm not going to make a mess on a um, on a saucer. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't like it. Honestly, if 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 you're picking your cookie up and there's crumbs, like, get get that shit up. You know, I don't, mm, I don't like saucer should be nice and pristine. Yeah. <laughs> well, then use the sink method. Yeah. Um, that's all the way over there. I'm not, I can't. It's too far. I tried. Can't, can't go over there. So, yeah. Uh, anywho, uh, that, that, that's to say, oh, Mancy. I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's to I don't know what's Mancy. next. What's next is what's next up. It's literally so, on the page. I know. I see it. Uh, so, uh, we would like to thank our patrons real quick before we move on to what's going on next. Uh, Alan, Miranda, Helena, and Alexa, you guys are awesome. Keep it up. We're getting, um, mad caught up on those, uh, uh Book of Shadows pages. That's right, that's right. And, uh, stay tuned for more stuff about, like, kind of what's coming up for, um... For 2023. For 2023, yeah. For I season three. For season three of this. Yeah, I kind of forgot what year was coming into. That's all right. Yeah. Um, which we're going to be talking about that uh, during our second anniversary show, which is going to be on YouTube. We're going to be live on Sunday, 12-11 at 5 p.m. Pacific. So um, we're going to be streaming for probably about an hour and we're just going to hang out. We're going to chit chat about like what our future plans are, answer any questions you may have, all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and if you are listening to this not uh, when it first comes out and you miss it, we will try to put up a recording of it so that you've at least got that. Yeah, yeah. I'll be able to extract the audio. Um, yeah. So then there will be a live so, so that a... you can play along at home just like you were there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and then we also have a few other shows coming up. We have a pub chat coming up. So if you need questions about pub chat, hit us up yep. on our socials um, or email us at nerdjive uh, on the website at nerdjive.com. Uh, and we also have a full length episode coming up too. Yep. Episode number 45, Yule 103. Yeah. 
So that'll be that'll be good. Getting into the Yule season, listen to that sweet Yule music, uh, drinking that Yule nog, doing Yule trees. Yeah, and we may be dressed up for Yule when we record that, but maybe not. We'll yeah, see. maybe. Maybe we'll for those Pierre of you dress. that are watching, yeah, we'll probably have Pierre, our skeleton on the couch. Yeah. Um, well, Producer he's not really on skeleton. the couch. He's he's our elf in a shelf, but yeah, larger. he's just a skeleton everywhere in the house that he fits. So yeah, yeah. I've put him on top of the freezer. Like that's just around the corner. Sometimes he of goes the on kitchen. the bed. Yeah, most of the time he just sits on the bed during the day. Every once in a while, I've tried to put him onto the fireplace when it's cold. But yeah. this is not that season. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Right now, the fireplace is too hot. Yeah, <laughs> that's melting. He's not a real skeleton. Yeah. I, Pierre, you are a real boy. Yeah, but um, you are made of plastic, so we don't want that. We're not trying to get that get that melt on. Yeah, I've definitely put him on the hamper before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just put him anywhere you can put him. De- dress him up, decorate him. Yeah, it's like having a skeleton. He's like a skelly boy. House. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's what's coming up next. So if you have like questions for Pub Chat, hit us up. Any of that kind of stuff. Um, thank you for listening to this. If you are listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube, don't forget to like this video, comment below, uh, share this video, subscribe to the channel, um, do all of the things that everybody else tells you to do. Ring a bell of some sort. Um, I think that's how angels get their wings. So uh, I think you are correct. Yeah, yes. I believe that's how that works. According so to movie lore, maybe, that is correct. maybe, maybe, uh, maybe YouTube put a bell on there just for that. There you go. Oh, maybe I doubt. It's great it. YouTube miracle on Thirty Fourth Street conspiracy. I doubt it. No, that's yeah. not. That's what it is. That's not what that means. That's, what uh, it is. that's not what that means at all. Uh, or maybe it is, and somebody's really getting all chaos magic. Like, <laughs> I know, right? on us. <laughs> um, but, uh, and if you're listening to this on your podcast network, uh, leave us a review. Listen to some other episodes. Uh, tell us what's going on. You can always hit us up on um, uh, our social medias. I'm at NerdJive everywhere, and uh, you're at Goddess Jewels everywhere. That's right. So uh, you can hit us up uh, pretty much anywhere and see what we're doing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, either way, I've been John Norgrove. This has been Julie Norgrove. This has been The Horn. And Cauldron Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, and we will catch you guys next time. Uh, stay magical, folks. Yeah, and don't forget, breathe in self-confidence and breathe out self-doubt. Mm-hmm.